Welcome to City Talk with Sabrina Bengo and Liz Hartman. Good morning and welcome. And guess what? It's Friday once again, everybody. And happy Cinco de Mayo. What a great day. And it's even greater for me. A huge, huge shout out to my daughter, Becky. Today is her birthday. She's my Cinco de Mayo baby. That baby is 39 years old today. I cannot believe it. But happy birthday, Becky. I was blessed with absolutely the sweetest daughter in the whole world. She is the most kind and compassionate young woman. And um, currently in Fort Lauderdale with my granddaughter, Emily, competing. Emily is on the North Carolina State Elite Gymnastics Team. She made the state team. So she's in Florida for the regional meets. Big day for her. She's on the mat at 7.15 tonight. And so go, Emily. And Becky, that would be the best birthday present you could ever get. But another great week in New Bern. I just want to thank everybody who came out on Wednesday night to uh, Oranger Auditorium for the beautiful, beautiful show that uh, New Bern Historical Society did. Uh, this is the 100th anniversary of the New Bern Historical Society, and they've been highlighting great historical events throughout the year. And on Wednesday night, they celebrated the birthplace of Pepsi. It was awesome. And as our special guest, we had Mr. Bob Stoddard, who is the uh, PepsiCo historian. He actually has a contract and is paid by PepsiCo to basically consult with them about the history of Pepsi. So he came um, to do a presentation on the history of Pepsi from the early days of Caleb Bradham, our local celebrity here, right on up to today. And um, you know, Joan Crawford and all the interesting things that Pepsi, you know, had in its uh, history. And I want to thank Jeff Minji's and Minji's Bottling Group who helped to sponsor it along with the birthplace of Pepsi. We had a great crowd. We had about 160 people there. And again, I just want to thank everybody. It was a fun, fun event. And it was so good to have Bob in our community and hope he'll be back as we uh, work towards getting this Pepsi Museum on board and up and and going. So uh, hopefully we will see him again. But it has been a great week. Lots going on um, and always something going on in New Bern. And that's that's why we've got a really great show for you today, and I hope you're going to join and share uh, this this great uh, video today that we're going to have. But I've got a few friends in the house today, uh, and we're going to talk golf. Now, I'm going to tell you that I don't golf. Steve doesn't golf, but he golfs sometimes. But my dad was a great golfer, great, great golfer. Um, he held the high school golf record at Westchester Country Club. Uh, he shot a 72 in his um, senior year of high school. So, you know, that was pretty good. That was pretty good for him back in the day because he was a caddy. You know, he caddied for years up at Westchester. That's how they made money back in those days. But um, anyway, we're going to talk about golf today. A really, um, I think, a great idea. Um, I've got my guest today, Mr. Peter Eckel. I've got Mr. Steve Johnson, um, who are uh, really the force behind this. But I've got a, an old friend, um, Mr. Grant Lofton here, and he's going to talk to us. He's the title sponsor and his business. And we're going to talk a little bit about him and what he does. But uh, welcome, gentlemen. I'm so glad to have you here at, at City Talk today. And this is a great idea. We talked about it several months ago. And um, I think it's awesome because golfing is a big deal here in Newburn. So I, I'm going to start with you, Peter. Tell us a little bit about why you're here and what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> well, anyway, I want to thank you for this opportunity. We were, we're really glad to be here. Yeah, this is an idea that uh, we said, uh, hey, this needs to happen in Newburn. We have, uh, you know, six of 
vibrant clubs uh, operating in this area. Never been done before where we can bring these clubs together in a friendly competition, um, <clears throat> but also uh, with a purpose uh, going uh, to uh, contribute to an organization that is uh, you know, doing some good things for young people in this area, the first T. So uh, anything we uh, gain from this activity is, is going to be uh, turned over to the first T, and we'll tell you a little bit about them. Uh, but we're just, you know, excited about it. Uh, I came up with this idea, and um, I, I think I was told it just never been done here before. Not that I'm but, aware of. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, well, why not? You know, and um, the, the biggest challenge was uh, trying to get all six clubs on the same page. Uh, that was that was a little bit of an effort, but we managed to do it. And so we have the first. Uh, you know, an inaugural event on June 26th, and it'll be hosted at Carolina Colors. Okay, so talk about the six clubs when you hear that. So <clears throat> for people who don't know, because we have, I want to remind everybody, we're live right now on Facebook from <clears throat> 8 to 9, but this show will be rebroadcast on 96.3, your FM dial, thanks to Henry Hinton. And so um, if you're driving, you might hear it. They might be from okay. out of the area. Sure. They know who we're talking about. Yeah, the six clubs, uh, obviously, some have uh, been in existence uh, quite some time, probably the longest one, uh, New Bern. Country Club. All right, so Newburn Golf and Country Club, great, yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And um, we have some some newer ones. And I, I would think that um, Carolina Colors Australia. Golf Club is probably one of the newer ones in the area. You have Harbor Point, which is that Fairfield Harbor. Fair, Fairfield Harbor. We have the Emerald, is also another long-standing club in this area, and also uh, I, I might add a, a, a one of the better supporters of first two first two uh, operations. And then we have Taberna Country Club and um, River Bend. Okay, that makes the six all together. Well, these are these are great clubs with lots of, you know, they're busy clubs too because we have lots of people out here playing playing golf, and so that's cool to think that nobody's ever done anything like that. Here we have all these great golf courses, and we're always trying to bring people. My tourism hat, you know, we're trying to bring people in here and golf tournaments and everything like that. So this was an awesome idea. It is, and it's probably uh, you know it's it's probably it's more for I think the benefit of the six clubs and the community um, organization that it creates, uh, and you know and the you know the support behind First Tee. Uh, it's not I wouldn't consider it to be a spectator type event. Uh, I don't think we're going to see anybody come out and watch. Uh, amateur golfers. <laughs> but, sorry, a bunch of guys were running, walking, walking around the club. I shouldn't say that. My son plays. <laughs> I'm a woman. I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's interesting. I'll tell you about the team. When I thought about putting a team, what 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 would that team look like from each club? And I thought, no, all right, um, we've got to have a, a, you know, a, a range of uh, talent and uh, genders and all kinds of skills. So we have eight men and four women on each of the teams, okay, plus their golf pro. So that's 13 people on a team, and they'll compete in a stroke play event, uh, 18 holes, and uh, the 10 best scores from each team will determine who the who takes home the cup, which we 
have here. Uh, yeah, Nay, hopefully you can zoom in on the, the yeah. cup. It's beautiful. It really looks great. So it's not where people can sign up. So you're getting basically pre-done teams. Who's going to determine who those 12 players are? Well, we, good question. we kind of, it is a good question because, <laughs> um, you know, there obviously once people got wind of uh, this event, they said, you know, I, yeah, I'd like to be part of that. Well, you know, in a golf tournament, we have to limit the field. Unfortunately, right. uh, you know, nobody is interested in playing a five or six hour golf round. Um, so the field is basically with 72 players plus the six right. pros. And uh, that that makes it a little more manageable. We can do it in a the, in the time frame that everybody is comfortable with. And, um, you know, we left it up pretty much to each club to determine who was going to represent their team. We didn't want to dictate what that entailed. So uh, they're all in the process of forming their teams right now. And uh, we'll have that. However, you did put a, a PGA requirement on uh, we, it. Well, we, well, we did. We, <clears throat> we thought that um, uh, you had to have an, in a, you know, a golf index of 12 or less for men and 24 for less for women. So, uh, But again, that was just to limit the field. We couldn't have... 100 or 150 golfers, we had to keep it at a manageable number. So that's why we ended up with that number. If I could add, Peter's vision was to do a two-day event. And we hope going forward it'll be a two-day event. But because of the timing and getting six clubs together in, uh, this year, uh, it brought it down to one. But, right. but the future of his vision is to make a two-day event, which yeah. then we can expand the field. Right. And I certainly understand, you know, doing that. But sometimes you got to start, you know, and it's hard for people who – uh, really, to take two days, a whole weekend. I don't know. Maybe if you're golfing, you have to do that. <laughs> take a week. Well, I should point out it's it is a, it is a Monday. So um, ah, okay. That that date uh, that's being held is a Monday. Shows you how much I know. <laughs> uh, we, I, again, as as Steve mentioned, we you know uh, the vision at first was oh we'll do it on a Saturday Sunday. Right. Again, that allows more people who are you know employed and have other commitments, you know, that gives them an opportunity to participate. Mm -hmm. Mondays aren't always a good day for people that work. Um, some of us don't have that problem. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, two days would be ideal. But we said, look, if we can't have a two days, one day, just to get it started, once it takes hold, then we expect the uh, the club that by the way that wins the cup this time will get the opportunity to host next year's event. Ah, awesome! And that's a great way to do it. So it passes it around, and, exactly. and people get excited with it. You know, in mm -hmm. trying to to win the cup. So is there a monetary prize if you win as well, or what's how does this all work? There, well. There is. We wanted to make it somewhat attractive uh, yeah. because the the entrance uh, participants are they're paying for they the use okay. of the club. They're 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 providing uh, an entry fee. We're, it's 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 not uh, it's a typical entry fee. It's not uh, anything that uh, is going to break the bank for anybody. But um, they are paying their own way to do this, um, and um, you know. They get on the team, uh, and that team is successful. We uh, there is a, a, a monetary prize. Awesome. Um, we uh, we set that initially at a hundred dollars per player. Um, that will help them recover, 
more than what they they cost to get involved right. in it. And so, and uh, you know, ideally, I'd I'd like to see anybody who wins maybe turn around and maybe donate that to the to first, first tee. Yeah. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about first tee. I think it's an important nonprofit that we have in our community, and a lot of people work on it. I know that. Um, uh, you know, over at Greenbrow, Jerry Briel has been really instrumental in getting it up and going. And what a, you know, let me tell you something, yeah. Jerry Briel, what a great witness that man is. Um, I have the utmost respect for him and, and his wife, and he does a great job over there. But can you talk a little bit about First Tee, what it is? A lot of people don't know what it is. Yes, I can. Um, and I'm I'm a volunteer of uh, First Tee. And uh, as I was uh, learning more about it, other than being a volunteer, um I understand that there's, you know, at least 350 more like myself who volunteer <laughs> this activity. That really, what's, that's what makes it work. Right. And people like Jerry Briel, who have been uh, longstanding supporters, and the uh, the club itself mm-hmm. has been a longstanding supporter of that activity. And it basically, uh, it's it creates uh, programs for kids uh, who want to learn about the game of golf, and they combine that that motivation to learn about the game of golf with uh, some life skills, which um, it's an it's a very important combination that they offer to kids. And the programs they do, they're either in-school programs at elementary schools here in uh, Craven County. Uh, they have after-school programs as well, uh, usually run from anywhere from six to eight weeks, um, one day per week. Uh, two hours. And, you know, the focus is on what uh, the people at First Tee call core values for these kids to try to instill the connection between those core values and the game of golf. And these are, I'm talking about things like honesty, integrity, sportsmanship, uh, respect, responsibility, uh, courtesy, confidence. These are, these are things that uh, get I- intertwined with right. <clears throat> Communicating the skills of the game and and what that's all about. Right. If you go to the, I'm sorry, if you go yeah. to their website, the first team website, you'll see a lot of uh, where young people have talked about right. the difference. And we've in got that life. running in the background right now. It's up there. Could you give a website to people that are listening if they wanted to get? Do you know what that website is? Yes, it is. It's uh, first. Well, www.firsttofcoastalcarolina.org. So you have to write it that off. First T of coastalcarolina.org so if you want more information go out there because I think it's important we're seeing some of the graphics in the background right now but for those on the radio listening you know check out that website if you want to learn more about the organization to either donate to it or volunteer to it or have a child uh, enroll in a program out there and uh, these extend throughout the year um, uh, school year and also in the summertime they have some uh, camp like uh, events right. for these kids. I think right. Emerald's been a leader in the in the summer right. too, doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I knew that they had. I you remember when it started several years ago, and, and you know, talking with Jerry and him, you know, telling me about it, and um, of course, uh, some of the people that were out and giving the information. And these are there's so many wonderful organizations mm-hmm. in our community when we think True. about it. Yeah. Opportunities to volunteer. That's what makes Newburn so great. You know that we've got these opportunities to be as active as you want. Or as sedentary as you want. <laughs> and, and the first tee has, you know, over the years reached a tremendous number of young right. kids. And uh, many of them obviously have taken up the game of golf. And that's good for golf. Right. 
Um, I think the last number I saw was over 38,000 young children that have been involved in programs awesome. related to First Tee. And they even do a, they have a scholarship program as well, which they award uh, annually. Oh. For all the golfers out there, if you've ever, have ever had to approach golf and haven't had lessons, I mean, it's a whole different world. <laughs> so you learn the wrong way. What First Tee tries to do is instill the, the, the skills of the game, too, which is... Uh, um, means a lot, the skills and, and the, um, uh, the courtesy of the game. Right. Well, you know, um, I, I think it's important that we, we talk about the fact that all your proceeds will go to this organization and the good work that they do, and that's a lot of why, you, why you're getting this together. But, of course, it takes money to make this happen. Yes. Can't, can't do it without sponsorships. <laughs> so it's important that we have a sponsor. So... Um, well, that's what we thought. I and, know. And so that's why we want to get get to our sponsor right here, and 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 my friend Grant, my grown up young friend. <laughs> so so let's talk about your sponsorship and who's going to sponsor. Let me, yeah, us. <laughs> I'll, let me, I'll lead lead into that because uh, you know typical golf tournaments, and you see many are held for various reasons oh, yes. and and for fundraising activities, for all for good things. Um, but the typical profile is to find out how many, you know, let's get as many sponsors and people contributing something to this. And you see uh, uh, all kinds of signs around the golf course and, you know, it, 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 maybe hole signs or hole-in-one event, all kinds of things to, again, raise money. But it gets kind of complicated. And it so when we thought about this, I said, you know, I want, I want to get one – main sponsor and I call him a title sponsor and that's typical in golf. Uh, and, um, I know that, uh, that Genesis has been very active in terms of PGA, uh, tournament sponsorship. And when we, uh, I own a Genesis, um, <laughs> as well. <laughs> so what, what, and with no pressure, when we, when we, uh, when we approached, uh, Grant, um, it was just a no-brainer. Uh, he was so enthusiastic and he so quickly embraced the concept that it was just blew us away. And we only, we wanted Wayne, you know, main support like that, and we have it. And so we appreciate that, Grant. For so I want to welcome Grant Lofton again. He is the owner and uh, I guess manager. How? What is your exact title for uh, Genesis? Well, yes, yes, ma'am. I am the owner. Good morning. Thank you for having us. As you said this morning, uh, you were there. When I was born. Yes, sir. <laughs> I remember. We were so excited. Coincidence. <laughs> um, so, glad, glad to be here. Um, yes, ma'am. Um, we have uh, Genesis here in New Bern. Um, we're the uh, only Genesis dealership in eastern North Carolina from Raleigh to the Outer Banks and from awesome. Norfolk to Charleston. So we cover about 2 million people. Um, golf is very important to Genesis, the Genesis Invitational, big golf tournament. Yeah. Um, so it made a lot of sense with uh, the charitable um, portion of it um, to participate. And uh, these guys have done a great job putting it together, organizing it. It was a no-brainer for us. So let's talk a little bit about your background in cars. And uh, you've been in this business for a long time. Your family has been in this business for a long time. And let's talk about how you got into it and and how long you've been doing this. Sure, yeah. So um, I started working for my grandfather, um, Joe Alcoke, who has um, been involved in the community for a long time. A very long time. Um, Great mentor of mine. Um, started working for him in 2007 um, after I finished school at UNC and um, 
started in the parts department, uh, driving a parts truck at our Chevrolet store, and uh, sort of did the career path of a car dealership. Did that for two years. Um, <laughs> and uh, just, you know, worked our way up in different stores and eventually became a partner in the Hyundai Genesis store um, and then eventually uh, purchased it outright um, and over the last few years, uh, a few years ago. Um, so, yeah, we're very excited to represent two great brands, um, Hyundai and Genesis. Genesis is the luxury brand. Right. Great cars, great company, um, do a lot of charitable contributions and support nationwide. Uh, so we're just trying to sort of mirror that in our community um, with the Genesis uh, sponsorship of the Newborn Cup. So. All right. And I, I just think, how is the car business? You know, I, it, it, it was rough there for all car dealerships, <laughs> right, you know, for right. with COVID and everything, mm-hmm. nobody could get cars. And, you it know, was, it's like yeah. you, you'd pay more for a used car right. than it was for a new car. So um, I'm glad to see that you survived and came out. But Thank is, you. are things picking back up? They are. Starting to see? Getting back to normal. Inventory is getting back to normal. Great. They're, they're um, sort of working through the chip issues. Um, mm. And I think they're mostly worked through. Um, so... Uh, it's you can get a car now if you want one. You can get the, you can get the color you want. Uh, so we're excited about that for our customers. But yeah, our customers here in Newman are great. They worked with us. We worked with them. It was not an easy time, um, but uh, but it but it, it, it we got through it and um, it's been great. So we're excited to be back more towards normal right. times. And tell everybody where you're located. Yeah, sure. We're in James City on Highway 70. Okay. Um, and, you know, got a lot of construction out there right now. I was going to say, so you um, let everybody know you're still there. You're operating. We are, yes. yes. We have a lot of flags out and signs yeah. are up. So <laughs> lights are on. Um, yeah. But, so. you know, when the construction's finished, just think how great that highway is going to be. So excited. So it's going to yeah. be nice for all of us. It's a long time coming. And I remember you gentlemen weren't here, but um, we did the bridges, you know. Yeah. And for three years, we didn't have a bridge into downtown, and then all that construction with the the big bridge. You know, everybody said, "Oh, three years," and you know, was going to kill us. It was going to kill every business, and yeah. you know, uh, and the three years. I don't even remember three years. You know, it kind of right. went by, and our beautiful bridge into downtown now. The beautiful spans, yeah. you know, yeah. the Noose River Bridge, and look what it's done for our community. So I know it's. I agree, and it's you know, a you, headache. you look at the rest of the towns in, in eastern North Carolina. The plan for I forty two. Most of the towns are going to be bypassed, right. uh, but we're lucky in Newburn. The the I forty two is going to carry you right over our beautiful river. You're going right. to see our town on both sides. So. I really think for the long term, it's it's for the best. Yeah, we're lucky. I, I, I do too, and and you know that quicker route to get us to the beach will be better. You know, <laughs> we all want to get to the beach, and right. uh, I I just think it. You know, it'll be nice. And one thing Eastern North Carolina has suffered in in all these years is our roads. You mm-hmm. know, um, you know, east of I ninety five, we have been the redhead. I've said this many times, but we have been the redheaded stepchild of this state because we were the last ones to get the upgrades on the roads and all of this, and they are the lifeline to the smaller communities. When you think about the you know, the north-south corridor 17. It's a shame that we're still trugging along on what I call a two-legged highway between here and Greenville almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and until we can get that, you know, fixed, we have a major university in Greenville and you can't get to it but on a two-lane road. And, you know, you can come from Raleigh, you can come from everywhere else, but you can't come from eastern North Carolina, Jacksonville, Moorhead, Newburn to get to our major university that impacts this whole region. Mm-hmm. So, 
I've been a proponent. You don't have to put my two cents in on stuff like that. <laughs> well I've said, been, well said. I have to be a proponent of that because roads are so, so important. So this is a major step forward. It'll be great. And, you know, I, I think we're already in into a year almost of the mm-hmm. three-year plan. So, you know, two years, it's like nothing. Blanket will be gone. <laughs> yeah, yes. And done. So true. So true. So you've got your sponsor, your title sponsor. It's coming in. You know, what, what else do we have to do to make this thing happen? Oh, well, you know... Um, I guess some of these clubs uh, and the teams, uh, they have to hope they can play good golf. <laughs> <laughs> but you feel like, so they're, they're committed right now to look for that team of 12. So that's what yeah. they're working yeah. on right now. Exactly. They're working on that now. And uh, we're all, uh, you know, pulling together as we get closer. Obviously, uh, things begin to accelerate. We have a great team that I've already put together uh, at, at our club at, uh, at uh, Carolina Colors to volunteer to help make the sure. day go a little smoother. And so we've had a number of people step forward and say, yeah, I want to help make this happen smoothly and and make it painless for everybody and, and, and a fun event. So uh, that's coming together. Yeah, uh, our general manager, Ken Gearhart, and our new uh, golf pro, uh, Jim, uh, really want to be focused on customer service. Plus, they, want, they really want to make this an event, people will say, hey, we have a nice right. club. Well, well done. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's what you want to do. It's a, it's an opportunity to welcome to your community, to your golf course, and to, you know, just start something that's really good right here in our community. And I think it's, I think it's an awesome idea. Right. Well, another thing we're doing is you know, for the participants, uh, we're trying to reach out to some of the local businesses to see if they want to get some exposure with this group of golfers uh, from across the community. Uh, normally in a, in a golf tournament, uh, participants show up and they're, they're given some sort of nominally uh, assorted items. Swag bag. Swag bag. Yes, ma'am. That's right. It's not like the Academy Awards. Okay? <laughs> yeah, not quite that level. But I thought, you know, it's a great opportunity to, uh, to reach out to some of these businesses. Would you like to get some exposure to this group of people uh, and and demonstrate that you're supporting you right. know, what they're doing and trying to accomplish. So uh, we're, we're trying to do that as well. This is a tough community. You know, I mean, it, it, because we have so many of those things, you know, right now they're, we're so excited that, to be hosting the LPGA, you yes. know, tournament here. And so that's a big deal yeah. for New Bern. It brings in a lot of people, you know, right. and, and, so they're out there <laughs> stumping to everybody stumping. So do not lose heart. This community loves what you're doing, I'm sure. And we think it's great. And I know it's a good opportunity, but sometimes we have so much going on. And I'm sure as a business owner, you, you get like I do, you know, every other day, Hey, I eat in your restaurant. Hey, I bought your car. You yeah. should give me something. You know? yeah. Exactly. And that's tough. And I, you know, I understand how that could be. Yeah. And, and uh, those businesses, uh, like any business, they have to pick and choose what they are able right. to support and they can't can't do everything right so I, I like how, how great it is though that we have so many organizations that are out oh there doing my good goodness and, we're know. blessed we are beyond but and that's again what makes newburn so wonderful that we have all these opportunities to serve to be served um and meet the needs of our population in various segments, you know, from the arts to, you know, an RCS and a Mercy Clinic uh, to a hospital auxiliary to a first tee to everything. So I, I love Newburn for that. And uh, per capita, when you think, you know, our city is really only 30,000 people, 
the city of New Bern, and then you expand it to the county, only 100,000 people, where the city of Greenville is like 120,000 people just for that. So it's, I think it's pretty cool that we have all that we have. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really do. We really are we're aware about, you, you, as, as a small business community, you get asked every day for right. something. And that's why I want to tip the hat to, to Genesis and to, to uh, Grant that they, they did step up. Uh, because it is a significant amount of money, and it probably stopped us from knocking everybody's doors. Through. So, <laughs> so uh, thank you for that. So you yeah. saved everybody. Well, <laughs> we appreciate what y'all do, and these guys are so organized. When they when they came to my office, I just you know they they answered the questions before I asked them. So they they put Peter a lot Peter's of work. Quite the salesman. He's got his act together. I'm they, gonna tell you that he's worked me over work. a little bit. So he's <laughs> yeah. really the well, I'll tell you one thing. We don't. Again, it's all designed to try to keep the cost down. Right. And that means we keep the cost down. That's all the more that we can do for first tea. Right. Um, so we talked about a swag bag. Well, I I didn't want to go out and purchase bags to put stuff in. So I went to the folks at the Tryon Palace <laughs> gift shop who have these wonderful plastic bags <laughs> right. with their name on it. <laughs> right. And they gave me 100 bags. Awesome. Okay. So uh, and that makes the difference. And exactly. that's what's really good with with this community. Um, I kind of want to bring the discussion around to, to set kind of a, a different topic, if you don't mind, because, um, you know, Grant here is a generational New Bernian. Mm-hmm. His parents, his grandparents, born and raised here. Um, I'm not. I, ca- I came. <laughs> I was a mail order bride, as my husband tells me. <laughs> but you two gentlemen you know, came here from somewhere else. Yes. I thought we just, let's take a minute about, about, you know, where you came from and, you know, why did you choose Newburn? Because so many people, you know, want to hear those stories and everything. And so I think it's important to talk about this. I, I, I know where the both of you came from, but talk a little bit about where you came and why you chose Newburn. Oh boy. I, you know, it's a, it's a story that I, because I asked that same question of a lot of people. Uh-huh. Uh, we obviously, I, I live at Carolina Colors Great community, um, and uh, you know it's when you meet somebody new there. That's typically one of the questions: <laughs> How did you find this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, in our my case, uh, we lived um, we moved a number of times over the years. Uh, uh, I lived for most recently twenty four years in Cary. You know, that's the, the central area for uh, relocating like Yankees. Con- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> concentrated area of relocating Yankees. You can Yankees. say that. <laughs> now, we, we, we arrived there back in 1994 from, from Ohio. Mm-hmm. And then before that, we lived in uh, New Jersey. Uh, I grew up in Connecticut. I've lived in Belgium for a couple of years. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so we've traveled around a lot. And... Um, we were pretty comfortable in, in Cary. Cary, as you know, that Research Triangle Park area oh, yes. has everything at your fingertips. Um, and, you know, after a while, you know, you begin to get, you don't appreciate that as much. Right. And from my perspective, it started to turn into more like Northern Virginia. Uh, it got a little crazy. Uh, lots of uh, activity. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the development of that area has been so popular that they, the folks can't keep up with it. So it, it used to be able, I remember when we first lived there, it was like, oh, you could get from one end of the triangle to the other in about 15 minutes. Not so today. No, yeah, the traffic's terrible. Anyway, there. so we started looking at other places, and we like to play golf. My wife plays golf as well. And 
a, um, it was, uh, we would typically go and maybe play golf for a couple of days in different communities and get to learn about those communities. Somehow Newburn got on the, on the map and, uh, we came down here and, uh, First time, but we were we were very impressed with the area, and I think the the most striking thing is the downtown. Um, it's 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 a really nice footprint. It's a you know historical. It's um, accessible, and now um, we've lived here now four years. It it's got more than when we arrived when four been years here, ago. Should have been here twenty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> So exactly, and this is what happens. I think it's just an evolution, you know, right? And it'll only keep yeah. getting better, right? Okay, so that's kind of we sort of stumbled on it, and here to stay. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, we're here to stay. We we actually we the first time we came, we said, well, it's a nice place, but I don't think we'll move there. I, you know, there was nothing that really got us engaged. I think uh, we made a sub subsequent visit and 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 got more energized and ended up. Building another house that we said we would never build. <laughs> we, we were, you know, never say never, right? Yeah, right. And, uh, you know, I, I don't regret it at all. I said we're thrilled, right. thrilled to be here. Right. And, Steve, you, you came, of course, we've talked many times, you came from Lima. Lima, Ohio. Which uh, I know very well. Got yep, family there. So <laughs> so how did you find Newburgh? Well, you know, I am always amazed, though. Everybody seems to have had family or driven <laughs> through Lima, Ohio. <laughs> So it's on this way either to Canada or Florida. But uh, I, we spent the last 17 years, uh, I was the publisher of the newspaper there, uh, worked with the the, uh, the family that owned all the um, newspapers in the area, uh, the Siegel family, <clears throat> Freedom. And uh, I'd come home after a, a, a trip and uh, talk to my wife and say, you know, this 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 community, every time you go there, they, they I think they invent things for weekends because it's always mm-hmm. something nice happening there, you know, they, whether it be flowers or boating. And uh, so she became interested, and we, you know, we're typical baby boomers looking. We're going to retire. Um, and Lima was very good to us, uh, but she took a look on went on the website, started looking at the, the area, and said, you know, we we should take a look. So we, of course, uh, we asked my daughter who lives in Wilmington to come up and take a look. She came up and said, Mom and Dad, you got to come. And uh, the people at Carolina College had a lot to do with that. I must right. admit the way they treated us and and the welcome. So. Um, we uh, we flew down here and that was it. Uh, but I, I would like to share. My daughter got married here over on the, the uh, News River, uh, was Copper Copper Ridge. Copper, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we had friends from all over the country. We like P- Peter and Lee have lived around the country from Los Angeles to Washington D.C. to we've been uh, we and I've dragged my wife along all the time with <laughs> that. But she's been wonderful to stay. She's also a golfer, much better than I am. But but we had family come up from all over uh, uh, the country for my daughter's wedding, and you know what they all would say, and this was unprompted. They say, "How did you find this?" Because I go downtown and walk along, and people are friendly. <laughs> They're saying hello to you. How do you do that? I said, I, I don't know. I think just it's, I think it's just in the DNA of the, of the community. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned I spent the last seventeen years in, in economic development, and you mentioned the bridges. I can't imagine what this. What it was like to live here without those bridges? Because now, at least you got you can have an event every weekend to run yeah. across. But, but I mean, the access to the community has been wonderful. So we love it here, and yeah, we're staying. Well, that's great. And you know, you know what I love? I've been here forty five years. I've been coming to Newburn forty five years. I I came across. Uh, there was a bridge, used to be a bridge from Bridgeton through where the foot at the end of Broad Street. That used to be the main 
gateway to come into town before we had our new bridges. So as I, first time I came over that bridge and kind of looked at, the first thing I saw, of course, was the Sudan Temple. And I said, what is that? You know, because you don't know what it is. But, you know, um, I was, I was with some, some of my friends from East Carolina and they had said, well, this is, this is where that guy Steve lives, who I was dating at the time. And I was like, okay, interesting. Little did I know I would live the rest of my life here. But, um, you know, it, it was a very, um, it was a wonderful community that was loved by the people who lived here. They, they, they embraced it and they held it very close to them, you know, and, and that, um, they uh, they protected its history. They protected the buildings, and they just felt like it, it was theirs. And slowly, I saw the late seventies into the eighties with the upstart of Fairfield Harbor. We started seeing more people coming in, and what they brought with them, I call it, is is a treasure. It was it was money, but it was talent and it was time. And they started getting involved in some of these organizations. And at the time, my mother in law, when she was the mayor. She um, would say to me, ah, I love them Yankees coming here, she said, <laughs> because, you know, they were interested in beautifying our city and mm-hmm. making it be better. You know, it was that good, better, best principle. If it was good, they wanted it to be better. If it was better, they wanted it to be the best and really gave up their time and talents. And, and we all worked and kind of held it close. Um, but. You know, it took us about 25, 20, 25 years to get it to where it is today. Yeah. And it was it was not easy. We had a lot of abandoned buildings. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I was going through some papers, and I found a, a paper we used to share at the downtown business uh, what properties were for sale and what were for rent, just to try to get some excitement. And I this was 2002, mm-hmm. and we had about 20 properties that were either for sale or for lease. And the prices were just, it was crazy. But we were, it was an evolution mm-hmm. at that point. And we still didn't know who we were or where we were going. We just knew we needed more businesses downtown. We needed more people on the street in order to, to make it happen. But And Sabrina, you and your family have been instrumental well, in thank downtown. You. And mm-hmm. so we appreciate what you've done. Well, you know, we we loved downtown. It was the very first thing. You know, I had a six-month-old son, and, you know, Steve says, I bought a building downtown. We didn't even own a home. And I was like, are you nuts? You know? <laughs> <laughs> downtown, this was 1983, and, you know, there was nothing downtown. The, it was the flight to the mall. All the business, Belks had left, yeah. Pennies had left. And, wow. you know, it was, this was a boarded-up building. They were getting ready to renovate this at that point. And, you know, he buys a building downtown, and I'm like, ah. I, you know, what are we going to do? We, we're living in a rent and we don't own a home. I've got a child and you're buying buildings in downtown. And then a, a friend of mine said, you know, I think your husband's crazy because he's going to lose his shirt. You know, everything's closed up. And, you know, now it's our home, you know, yeah. all these years later, it's where we live. And so it was a good investment for him at the time. And I'm glad that we were able to do it. But, you know, it was people like your grandfather. You know, I, I've got to give credit to Joe Alcoke and Joe Thomas and Tommy Karam. These are all old names, you know, that they're the ones that put this building together. They saved the Belk Department Store from being an adult theater. Seriously, that's what was going to happen wow. in this in this wow. building had it not been for his grandfather and the other gentlemen wow. that partnered together, Ronnie Pridgen, to save this building and try to do something. And I will tell you, the first iteration didn't work. You know, they had a few renters in it. It didn't really work. We couldn't get that synergy. But then as time went on, 
things started to happen. You know, the post office came in and I think that really helped, you know, bring some synergy, you know, down here. And it, it was great, but it was the investment. These were all native New Bernians that mm-hmm. said, we've got to do something to save our downtown. We love it. And we're not going to just give it, give it away and let other people. And I think that was the first part, them, them doing that. Steve and I buying some, you know, abandoned buildings. I could tell you where Baker's Kitchen is right now. The place where you sit down, that was literally four walls, no roof. The whole roof system, second floor had collapsed and the city was getting ready to tear it down. And we came along and purchased it. And Steve, we wow. so it doesn't have a second story to it because at that point we couldn't afford to put the second story. We got the roof on and he kind of slanted it to let the sunlight come in. But, you know, again, we saw the need not to have another hole in our downtown. So these are good things. And that's mm. the reason we have good people like you all coming here. And what have you done? You've created something. That's the, the treasure I was talking about, that talent that is being brought to our community, that you've created this event that brings in all kinds of people that you get a sponsor involved, you're going to help an organization, and look what we've created, you yeah. know? I, I mean, mean I, I just, I think it's just amazing. It's scary because we've never done this before. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell that, though, can you? <laughs> uh, you know, you, you talk about the community. I'll tell you a little story about how we came back here the second time. You know, having lived in, in Cary, uh, to give you an example, you, within a five or ten minute drive, you could go to any one of six different mm-hmm. supermarkets, okay? All different brands. And so about that time, uh, the, the realtor contact uh, we had here, he kept in touch with us. And he said, and he was so excited about it, he had to tell us about how this Harris Teeter was going to open in Carolina Colors. And mm-hmm. he, so he thought, no, this is going to, Bring these people over the edge. They're going to come back down. I said, no, it's not that. It's the people. It is. It's the people in this community. And I, like you pointed out, it's not just the ones that have lived here in the years. It's people who have come here and then appreciate right. all that's been done. Right. And add to that. Right. So. You no, know, and we've got our concerns going forward. You know, I've I've voiced it many times. I've been chastised for it, and I don't I don't mind because I speak my mind all the time. But you know, my concern is that you know, right now downtown, you know, we have more and more residents than we ever had before, and unfortunately, this is not a residential neighborhood. It's a commercial neighborhood with residents in it, so it's mm-hmm. not your typical you know, quiet in the evening and beautiful in the morning. We got trash trucks. We got delivery trucks. We have people late at night who might have had a little bit too much fun. And, you know, it is what it is. But we're trying, the scale has been tipped a little towards bars and restaurants. And everybody's mad and everybody's concerned that, you know, downtown's becoming, you know, a haven for drunk people. It's really not the case. You know, we tend to ebb and flow. Right now, the whole country is suffering from, you know, retail going the way of, you know, the Amazons. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I can order out online. So what's the big deal? And um, we're very, very lucky. If you look across the country... You know, we are all of our downtown is mom and pop. You don't see any chain Mm -hmm. in our downtown. We're very lucky that we're able to survive on mom and pop because we have great people that support local business. Now, you know, I. My concern, though, is that we have to keep supporting them just because we don't have the retail. You should still, you know, support our restaurants and our bars. And, you know, the the evolution will come as more people, you get more people on the sidewalk. 
we can get more retail and bring it in. You know, it's a, it's a numbers game for people who own a business. It is a numbers game. Right. And, you know, you might be doing cars. I might be doing Pepsis. But right. it, at the end of the day, business 101 is business 101. <laughs> and so uh, we want to continue to grow that. Um, our mayor has a comment for us. He says, it's great to hear positive comments about our community. Newburn is a great place and we're excited for our future. And he is so right. And, you know, shout out to, to, to Mayor Odom. I think he's doing an excellent job. He's out there. He's addressing the issues. He doesn't kick the can down the road. You might not always like what he has to say or, you know, agree with his thought process. But I'll tell you that uh, for somebody that I had a lot of fighting with in the beginning of my political career with him, um, I'm very proud of the work that he's doing and really appreciate the the good work that he's doing. So um, thank you, uh, Mayor Odom. I just want to also do a shout out right now to. Let me just point out one thing which I forgot to say. Okay, please do. We, we have engaged the mayor in presenting oh, the, the, the trophy the awesome. to the winning team. Awesome. And he has committed to be there to do that. And uh, so we're excited about that. Hopefully nothing comes up to uh, interfere with that. No, and, I'm uh, sure he'll be Other there. than that, the only other thing we have to worry about is the weather. Because well, we don't have a know, rain date. That's okay. We're going to talk to the rain gods. And we're just going to, you, know, gonna we're gonna, you yeah. know, that's a good time of the year. It might be a little hot, but it'll be a good time of the year. So right. you you won't, um, you know, worry about it. I do have to shout out to our uh, good friends at the uh, Burn Lodge, number 724. Um, the Scottish Rite Valley of New Bern is going to be holding a barbecue chicken fundraiser next Friday at the York Rite Temple, which is on Glen Burnie Road. The proceeds go to our charity Rite Care Clinic. So these are clinics that are operated by the Scottish Rite where children can be treated for speech and language language disorders. Goodness, our local clinic is at the Brody School of Medicine. Go Pirates. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yes, I'm always happy to get the word out for everybody that's in in the Masons and and in the Shrine. I Mm -hmm. love that organization and the work that they do to help people. And so anytime they post something, I always like to share it. Um, so gentlemen, what, what else do we need to know about this golf tournament and what's going on? Well, you covered the weather. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's going to be a, a rain or shine event. I okay. mean, the only thing that could sabotage it is severe weather. Right. And, um, so we're hoping that we don't see that. But if it's a little bit of rain, uh, we're, we're going to still be out there playing. Don't have to worry about the hairdos, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, um, you know, I should point out, too, that uh, in addition to, you know, the, uh, all the work that we have from our title sponsor, Genesis of New Bern, we also have a, a couple of other supporters. Oh, good. Just, Please, let's mention that. Yeah. And, it, well, it gives you an idea of how people are willing to step up as well, even though not at the same level uh, that the uh, Genesis of New Bern folks are doing. But anyway, um a supplier to the uh, many clubs in the area, Cisco uh, Food mm-hmm. Distribution, uh, they've agreed to support some of the food that's mm-hmm. going to be served. Oh, great! At at the end of the tournament, again, that helps us keep costs down and provide more for the first team. Uh, we do have. Um, I do hope to get some. Uh, support from Harris Teeter, as an example, because we were coming up with the idea to do, 
you, you can't have a golf tournament without a beverage cart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah true. Okay. So true. we need we need them to provide some beverages. Uh, and they, I think, have agreed to do so. Right. And the good part about that is people will pay for that. Right. Just, and and that you can raise some can more go. money. Yeah, that's great. So, and it's all it's, Well, it's it, all it takes up. a village. That saying yeah. goes, it takes a village. Yeah, exactly. And it looks like you've got a, a great a great village that, that surrounds you. And, and Grant, thank you for stepping up to the plate. I appreciate it. You know, you're entrenched in this community, and I'm thankful for that. Um, you, you know where we came from, and you're forging the way into the future. And I think that's great. And supporting an organization like this is really good. So thank you. And best of luck in the future with, uh, you know, the dealership thank and everything. You. And yeah. as you grow, and I'm I'm glad to see what a fine young man you've become. Seriously. Thank <laughs> Thanks for always supporting us. Yeah, always, it. always. I don't drive a Genesis, but that doesn't mean that I don't love you. <laughs> we can fix that. I know. Talk to Steve Bangle. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a Volvo girl since 1980. <laughs> great cars, great cars. Well, I do drive a Genesis, and and I do. Uh, we should plug them. Yes, <laughs> I, I have to give them a plug because obviously, you take the car, have it serviced, uh, doesn't need a lot of service. Uh, but every time I'm there, they uh, do a fantastic job. Uh, they uh, are very timely and thorough. And and uh, in fact, uh, six months ago, when I had the car in there. Uh, they said, you know, I think you're going to need a new battery. And I said, eh, you know, I, I don't think so. <laughs> well, uh, just the other day, the battery went on the yeah, car. Yeah, I hear you. And That's so when I took happens. it to them, uh, they had that fixed so quickly. It was amazing. They said, you know, we reminded you six months ago. <laughs> I said, oh, sorry. Well, Grant, I just, you know, talk to, you talk about, well, uh, doing business, but I just forgot, you know, that how kind you were to my dad. My dad had a Hyundai. Uh, and so now I have it. You know, he passed away oh. a couple of years ago. And, you know, he always liked to come out there and, and, and talk and how great your service people were and kind to him. So I'm sure you'll see us out there because at sure. some point I've got to get it serviced and sure. do something. But it's been it was a great car for him. And, um, you know, thankfully, um, you know, I have the car now and Becky's Becky's driving it, which is good because when you got three kids and you're going in different directions with car seats and this, that, it's good to have that extra car. Sure. So yeah. if you see that, the BAD purple heart plates, that's, <laughs> that's <laughs> that, that was my dad's and he did that. So thank you. You know, yeah. he was just somebody that pulled in, you know, didn't live here and said, hey, I got a Hyundai, I need it serviced, whatever. And they were uh, Johnny on the spot, great yeah, service. Everybody was so kind, and he we were really glad to see him. Yeah. yeah, he really talked about how much he liked going out there. And sometimes I think he just went out there to talk. You know, he just a lot of guys somebody, do that. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> free coffee, free snacks. Come out and hang out. Yeah, that's yeah. what he probably liked was a cup of coffee because he couldn't get anybody to make it for him downtown. <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun. Wow. Well, uh, gentlemen, thank you for oh, being here you, today. Right. Thank you for having it's us. It's a pleasure. I hope you'll come back sometime, and um, you know. Uh, Tell us what's going on when, you know, maybe after the tournament, you can talk about it and we'll plan for next year. We do. Well, like I said, uh, the the team that prevails will get to host the next year event. And they also will get to decide what charity oh, they want great. to support. Awesome. So that, that event takes really place. Good. Well, best of luck. I hope the... The sun is shining that day, and it's looking bright, and I really appreciate you coming on. Thank and you. I'm going to give a few minutes as we uh, end over here to my co-host. I'm so going to hug you. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so glad to have you back. like twins. I know. I know. I, I have missed seeing you, and it's it's just a pleasure to have you back. Thanks. 
back in town. And um, you know what? Why don't you come on the other side of me so so you can um, get into the microphone. But, you know... um, Tell me about Alaska. She's yeah. been in Alaska. So was Alaska it just was the most fabulous trip. It was yes. absolutely fabulous. So I was there for their department convention, so like the state convention. Um, really cool. The next commander of the American Legion was there. Ah. So that was fun. And the current commander was there. So and you've got your sights on that. Am I going to be able to tell everybody no. that you one day? Come on. No, never. <laughs> I'm just happy with what I'm doing. So okay. right now I'm doing foreign relations for the American Legion. And I talk about the Camp Lejeune Justice Act. Um, really cool. We had some delegates from Taiwan there to talk to us about Taiwanese and Chinese relations. Awesome. So that was really nice to be able to bring some education to the department about that. And we're always looking to serve veterans. But yeah, Alaska was gorgeous. Yeah. I, I mean, I knew that was a fabulous trip for you and so exciting. And tell everybody what you're going to be doing tomorrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> I forgot. I've been trying to block that out. I'm getting dunked tomorrow in a dunk tank for the beer. It's the beer muta block party. So down on down on Pollock Street, it's Tap That Freshwater Brewery and trying to black that out. Yes, Brewery ninety nine, and the street will be closed. And they're dunking celebrities. I'm so glad I'm not a celebrity anymore. They don't call my name. It's great. I love it. I love it. I really got roped into it. And it's your title was community activist. I love that. I love that. They were like, I don't want to write down your titles. Can we just like make one up? I was like, sure, go ahead, whatever you need. So we're gonna see. We're gonna see Zeb Huff out there. We are gonna see um, the gentleman Chad Chad Siddick. Chad Siddick. Chad Siddick is gonna be out there. Uh, You. I'm trying to think who the other ones that I saw on the list. Um, One more, and I can't remember who it is. Yeah, I can't remember either. But there's room for you. Oh no, I'm out of town tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Not my cup of tea. And look, there's people that don't want to dunk me. They just want to get rid of me. <laughs> hey, but I, like, not that, I am not. Let, here, read my lips. I am not going anywhere. Everybody, <laughs> you're out of town. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm not. Oh, you little turn. <laughs> when is the how, when is the uh, Ireland trip or the Italy, Italy trip. trip? July, July. So it's coming up. It's coming up. How's the planning going? It's fabulous. Awesome. And, uh, so long, Charlie. That's my <laughs> ciao, Bella. <laughs> Bella, ciao. I think that's how that song goes. I will be out of here. That's that's for sure. I'm looking forward to it. But um, tomorrow, what time does it start? Do you know any of the information? It's in a text. But okay. I guess just be there all day. There's nothing wrong with day drinking, rolling that into night drinking. Right. So it's going to, yeah. It's, it's a great place. You know, this is what Newburn needs. We need a little bit of mix for young and yep, old. There's something for everybody here. And it's just Even a matter of coming to bars has such like a different vibe, vibe too. Yes. You can find your own home. Yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. And then, you know, we got Grain Entertainment downtown. Of course, Baxter's has been doing a great job. Yeah. If you haven't been to Baxter's, get down Check there. Baxter's. Oh, my God. Fawn and Tyler doing a great job and over there. And then Tia and Brandon opened their new place. Correct. The James, the drink, James, yes. the James Drinkery. And it's at the end of James Reed Lane. And it's beautiful in there. And then the Poor House has opened now. And that's right across the street here on Middle Street. So you got lots of different options of places. And what's really nice, come and have a great dinner in downtown, and then you can walk. Absolutely. And, you know, we've got the sushi place, Kumi. We've got Poppies. We've got Morgan's. We've got 
MJ's and Raddy's and Chelsea. Yeah. And so I was holding on Harry's Blind Tiger. Oh, oh awesome. Harry's yes, I've been there. And a great pasta and great, you know, fills me up because I got to have my pasta fix being Italian. I got to have my pasta fix. I did dinner at Poppy's last night. Delicious oh, as always. I'm Took so glad. I'm so glad. Um, so, you know, lots of lots of good things going on in our community. I'm glad you're back. Are you staying for a while? Are you on the road I again? I am. Oh, I'm so have happy. Have you talked about the new game store? Have not. I'm going to plug that. There's a new okay, game please. store. It's like the casual nerd. Four to ten. <laughs> I was most excited for this store to open because you can take your board games and play with random strangers. So I told Alderman Bob Brinson that if he doesn't play Risk with me, oh, I'm going to like a campaign. So I don't know all about that stuff. I guess I'm too we old for that stuff. We can go play board stuff. games together. Okay. I don't know. Like what? checkers? Do you know how to play checkers? Uh, yeah. We I think do I do. <laughs> so Beer Muta Block Party is from 4 to 10 tomorrow. Perfect. From 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. So get your game face on and get Can't out wait. there. Support. Hey, Trish, good morning to you. Uh, Liz and I are always glad that you are watching our show. We appreciate you so much. Um, so, boy, we're getting to the 9 o'clock yeah. hour. It, ha- it goes by quick, doesn't yeah. it? It really mm-hmm. does. Um, again, mm-hmm. I want to, you know, just send happy, happy birthday to my daughter, Becky. Um, love you dearly. Um, the big three nine. So I can't, I know I can't, I cannot believe it. I I clearly remember the day she was born. So, so, so happy to have her in our lives. She's just a wonderful young woman and I'm very proud of all the good things that she does. And, um, you know, it's going to be sunny. I think the rain's moved off to Monday, so Mm -hmm. it's going to be a great weekend. Get out, you know, make, make something happen or just be kind to everybody. Let's not, you know, not go after each other. Let's be kind. Let's go out there. This is a great community with great things to do. You want to get involved? Call the Arts Council. Call Mercy Clinic, RCS. Call American Legion Post 539. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> and bring them food for their yes, meeting. Please, <laughs> we're always we, we, we want, want to do that. And, you know, again, I want to thank our guests that were here today. It's going to be the New Bern Cup, and it's going to be six golf courses that are going to be competing to be the best club in New Bern, the winners in New Bern. This is going to be great. Lots of rivalry. I think it's so good. Get out there and support them June 23rd, correct? Excuse me, June 26th. It's a Monday. Talk to your local golf course, which you've got in there, the Riverbend and Fairfield Harbor, the Emerald, New Bern Country Club, Carolina Colors. Did I forget one? Oh, in Taberna. So um, I don't know how they're going to pick the players, but talk to your pro there, and you're going to have a couple of men's teams and the ladies' teams. Thank you. Uh, And, uh, you know, get out there and let's support this event, and I think it's going to be great, and follow it, and you come back and tell us who won, and maybe have the the winner to come in, the pro with the cup, and their name on it. There's a place for it. It's going to be great. Thank you. It's going to be awesome. Any closing words, my friend? No, thank you, Henry Han. Yes, <laughs> that's right. We're so glad we we will be rebroadcast this evening, uh, six o'clock on ninety six point three. So everybody, get out. Make it a great day. Make it a great weekend. Make it a great week. And Liz and I are gonna see, see you on, on the, the sidewalks. Take care. Have a great week.